It is that time. Live time. Yeah. It is Friday. Friday. I guess that's why, because it's Friday. Friday's the most often time, or the, the most frequent time where uh, our guest tends to not show up. <laughs> that's it okay. Be, it's a Friday thing. So we get to show up and uh, have some fun. So here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> Time to have some fun, ladies and always, gents. Always, always, always. And as always, we have one of our three loyal listeners, Jeff, hopping on the program. I love Woo-hoo! it. I love it. He's always here, jumping over, checking out the carrier experience also. Woo! Yep, yep. Jeff, so thank you very man. much. You are the man. All right. I got some cool stuff to talk about today. Uh, but first, a sad but story. First. A sad Aww. story. Sad story. So, yeah, so apparently I, I've heard uh, National City has coyotes, right? The coyotes. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they've been around. They've been around. And I hear about them. I never see them. And, and I go on my morning runs and I see skunks and I see rabbits uh, and I've seen dead rabbits. So I know these coyotes are out there, but I've never seen one. So uh, the other night I'm watching uh, some Harry Potter with Mila B at the end of the day because that's what she – she says Harry Potter's trending on TikTok, so she wants to watch Harry Potter. So oh, we're nice. watching Harry Potter. And I look out my window and I see like a flashlight. I'm like, what the heck? Like, who's in my backyard? And I was like, so I, you know, I, I like go outside and the neighbor had jumped my fence and is like in our backyard. And I was like, what's going on? He's like, he's like, hey man, I'm sorry. I came over. I just, uh, you know, there's, I, my, I had my chihuahuas outside. They were going to the bathroom and I heard like a, a screamy, like a, like a dog yelping. And he's like, I went outside to see something. I saw a coyote jump over my, over into your yard. I saw him jump over here and, I'm looking for my dog. I was like, no. And so we were like looking in the backyard. And sure enough, dude, in the backyard, little chihuahua, dude, done. He got his head like bit. I was like, oh, That's man. Terrible. It was a sad story, dude. But, but, um, and then we, you know, we, we notified like, uh, so one of our neighbors here, he, he went around and let all the other neighbors know because there's a lot of neighbors in the neighborhood who have like small dogs, right? So we got to yeah. make sure they're, they're safe. So it was it was one of those things where like dang dude like if you're a dog lover like you know like that and in the the saddest part of that story ham was you know finding the dog and all that that was sad but uh but the guy he's he's over there taking care of his parents and so the the lady she comes out the window she's like did you find him she's he's like yeah mom I found him I found him he's like he's like oh, hey. no mom he's gone he's gone like and then like just to hear the pain in her voice you know what I mean like no so no sad. Jack. Dude, why why would you tell that story on the podcast? <laughs> like that's so sad. It is like, sad, but I don't know, man. It's a story that happened. It's like the real life story. I don't wow. know, man. I don't know, dude. So that was that was a toughie. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I Ouch. thought I, I thought I'd share that story, where was, man. Uh, where was Mila through all this? She was she was there. She was kind of you know the the weirdest thing is she was tripping out on it, right? So she wanted to know. She wanted to go out and see it, right? She mm. wanted to see it, but. But I, I felt bad for the owner, right? Obviously, and and uh, and 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 she was kind of like a little trippy, a little a little scared. She was like, "Is this? Is, are the coyotes going to come in my in my house? Or are they going to come and you know come after me at night?" And you know, I'm explaining her, 
you're inside the house. Uh, they're scared of you more than they are scared of anything else. Like they don't want mm-hmm. they don't want to come near you. They go after little stuff. Yeah. Uh, but but it was it was unless a, there's it was like a twenty experience. of them. But yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they are pack animals, but uh, I doubt there are like twenty of them. No. But dude, yeah, that's a that's a crazy story that happened. So I thought I'd I thought I'd share it. Uh, I don't know how relevant it is to anything other. It's a circle it's of life, right? It's a circle of life. There you go. It is. You know, and she that that's a funny thing, Jeff, that you say that because Mila said a murder happened in my backyard. That's what she would say. A murder happened in my backyard. Hmm. And I try to explain to her. I go, it's not a murder. That the little Chihuahua didn't do anything malicious to that uh, to that. Uh, coyote for the coyote to come and get him and the coyote didn't do it because you know he hated the chihuahua or something like there's no animosity there the the coyote's hungry and that is a small piece of meat that is accessible and he went and got it that's a circle of life exactly like like uh jeff's saying and i I guess you know if i gotta make a point out of this it's there are things that we don't have control over there are things that happen that that uh that are just part of life Right. And so we can't, and, and it's, it's, yes, it's a sad situation, but we can't really stress on things that we don't have control over. We have to stick to the things we have to maintain focus on the things we do have control over, which is our perspective and some stuff that's going on in our own businesses. Those things we can control, those things we can focus on. So those things are what we can, uh, we can, we can move forward on. Speaking of All things right, well, we can, let's jump we can over control to that much more fun subject. All right. I wanted to show, okay. That was so, sad. I know that was sad. Sorry, sorry. Something that's really cool, by the yeah. way. We've been yeah, talking let's about, talk about cool things. We've been talking. Well, so for those of you who who uh, who know, I'm I'm uh, my brokerage is with EXP Realty. It happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I should have that first gum line in our arsenal. All right. Uh, so for those of you who, uh, oh, dude, you know what? I, you know what? Okay, this is this is totally tasteless, but I'm going to do it. Get in my belly! <laughs> I knew sorry, you were going to do that one. I'm sorry, like, man. I, no, I, I was thinking to myself, like, like he's going to tell the story about some, some rabbit that was in his yard oh, that the coyote got or he he like saw a coyote eating a rabbit and then like i was gonna play that because like who cares about a rabbit but like your neighbor's dog Aww. it was sad it was wanna, sad. i don't want to i don't want to play that clip for the neighbor's dog oh, it was sad but dude that's what the coyote was thinking get in my belly yeah that's it True. that's what he was after all right all right take it a taking a left <laughs> turn here we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do all right here we go let's do, talk right? let's talk about Perfect. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Talk All right, here we EXP, go. Talk about some stocks. This is All right. fun stuff. So some fun stuff. So ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about uh, my brokerage for a while. For those of you who are in the real estate space, when I talk to realtors all the time, I always mention eXp Realty, right? And eXp Realty has always been one of these things since its inception where people look at it like an MLM company because it is kind of built like an MLM company. As you recruit agents, you can recruit them as a, as a regular sales agent. You do not need to be a broker to build your team in eXp. And so if you build agents under you, as they produce uh, as realtors, right, when they close a deal, part of their uh, their commission that gets taken for their cap goes up to you like a downline in an MLM company. Mm-hmm. But another awesome perk about EXP it's, is it's that it's publicly traded. So you can own ownership in this particular company. Now, Don't when I get some ownership, like when you sell um, 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you can buy, you can, you don't even have to be an ASP realtor. It's a publicly traded company. You can go in and buy stock yourself, right? You can go in and buy stock as much as you want. And, and it's a, in just hold it in your portfolio. If you're an agent with EXP, when you close a transaction, you can take part of your commission. And I think they have the cap. It's like 5% or something like that, but you can take 5% of your commission and you can buy EXP stock at a 20% discount. So you're getting it already below market which is super awesome. You can also uh, earn stock every time you close a transaction. So there are a number of ways for you to, to, to get extra money. Why is this important if you're a realtor? Why? Because there's no other brokerage doing this. So think of it like this. When you're a commissioned salesperson, when you're making money on the sale of a product that is not yours, a product or service that is not yours, you're earning money off the commission, off the sale, the percentage of, of the revenue that you sell. When you do that, when that sale is complete, that is the end of your paycheck. You have to then go out and find another property to sell or find another product to sell. So you earn more commission to keep earning a dollar. You're only as good as your last sale, essentially. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem with that is as a realtor, you cannot continue that way because at some point, you're going to want to stop working. It's called retirement, right? You're going to want to stop working, but you're, you don't have any passive income. If you didn't take the profits from your real estate practice and you didn't take those and reinvest them into something else like a stock portfolio, like an IRA or Roth IRA, right? Uh, you can do you know, tons of different strategies and whole life strategies. You can do rental properties. There's all kinds of different things that you can do as far as investment is concerned, right? If you didn't do that with your profits, because let's face it, most of you as a realtor are making your day-to-day -day paycheck uh, or your month-to-month -month paycheck, and and you're you're kind of surviving paycheck to paycheck. You're 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 uh, what we call cash spurts instead of cash flow, right? That's what's happening for most commission salespeople. Now, if you're not investing that money, then you're not putting stuff away for your future. Right. And that's a scary part is you, 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 when you do decide to stop, there's no nest egg that you've put into play. However, if you're an EXP realtor and you are buying stock as you go along, you have an ownership interest. It's almost like you own the brokerage because essentially what? you I partially mean, you do, do yeah. because you own shares in this particular company. Now, when I've been, I've been with EXP, I think uh, almost uh, two or three years now, something like that. And uh, so when I got on board, the shares of stocks were like at seven, eight bucks. And recently, I mean, and, and just to, just so you know, EXP well, is I was going to say you got you got this chart up right now, and this is the one day chart. So this is the one day chart. Today it was up almost forty to to forty dollars, and then it closed at like thirty eight sixty two. Okay, cool. So it's up in that forties area. But yeah, check out the one year. That's that's the cool thing right there. That's impressive, right? Yeah. And it is the fastest growing brokerage in the world right now. Like they're growing phenomenally. Why? Because people are actually learning the process. See, when when you hear of a particular company like EXP and the first thing that somebody tells you is, up, oh, that's an MLM, that's it. In your mind, you've already taken out what you think it is and you've decided that it's something that you that you don't want to be a part of and you throw it out the window. That's it. It's done. But as people start to realize the power that's built in with a downline, the power that's built in with owning stock ownership, the power that you have within this brokerage, then all of a sudden it makes some sense. And I had mm -hmm. advised people, you know, I, I was talking to, to Jimmy, who's one of our, one of our, uh, one of my business partners in pipeline insurance. Uh, and, and I had told him about EXP. I took him, we actually went to Texas, uh, one quarter and we went to a, an EXP training event that was ha happening at the same time. So I was going to take advantage of it and go to both. Right. And so he went with me. Just why, to hang why out. enjoy 
Austin when you can just go work. Because <laughs> that's, that's how I roll, man. That's how I do it, dude. That's just me. I'm your huckleberry. Exactly. Right, Nate? Goals. Just go handle that stuff. So anyways, uh, so we went to this training. And, and back then, you know, I, I was thinking, should I build a huge team? Should I go out and just acquire as many real estate agents as possible to join my team? And I, I, I almost went that route, but I didn't. And at least at the very least, uh, I ended up buying stock in this particular portfolio uh, or in my own portfolio. And here's the trippy part. So I bought I bought stock, uh, you know, I don't know when it was like seven, eight bucks and I just left it. And then recently, because I hadn't been paying attention to EXP stock recently, I was I was just kind of taking an assessment as to where my portfolios were. I logged in and I was like, holy crap, I bought the shares and I looked at my actual price. I think it was like twelve dollars actually when I bought the stock. I bought it at 12 bucks and right now it's almost three times the value of what it more was. than three times. You tripled your money plus. Plus, it's been an almost it's been a, it's been a great ride so far, and that's just the portfolio part. The fact that you have all these other tools and and great training modules and all that stuff that EXP has to offer makes it even better. More of a reason why you should check it out. So, if you guys are interested, by the way, shoot me an email, Hernan at csfirst.com, and I will send you a seven minute video so you can kind of see what EXP is like if you are an EXP or if you are a real estate agent, so you can see what what we have to offer as a brokerage. Uh, Should we you know, say something he, along the lines of uh, this is not to be taken as financial advice. We are not financial <laughs> advisors. Uh, any investment carries an inherent risk and you could lose all of your money. So before investing, make sure that you talk to your financial advisors and lawyers and, yeah, and, yeah, et yeah. and so on. And that's all stuff, right. right? I hope you're insured. Exactly. exactly. I'm sure. <laughs> just, just let me just throw that out there. All right. So, so, anyways, my my point was right. If you want to check it out, I will send you a video. You guys can check it out. And uh, and if you want to join my team, let me know. Uh, there's always room for aggressive expansion, right? I can't even find the clip. There it is. A lot of potential for aggressive expansion. There you go. Show me the money. <laughs> it's Friday. We can do all those things we want. All right. Whatever. It's fine. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a pivot. So that's, that's EXP. I hope you guys, uh, if you're interested as a realtor, check it out. Let me know if you're interested and I will send you information. Let me shift over now. Uh, let me shift over to something even funner. Cause I know funner is not a word, but I'm gonna keep using it anyways. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Whoa. This. What? What is this? This Video is, games. this is my story of if it works, keep doing it. All right. So, uh, when <laughs> I was 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers, this is so cool. I mean, I'm just, years. I'm just looking at the pictures in the background. We got uh, Super Mario One on the left hand side there, like the original, the OG. I can see, I can see uh, Mario up in the in the top like towards the right it's like the third one from the right he's carrying a root so i know that's mario 2 uh i got a raccoon suit mario right next to uh to princess toadstool there so oh here, this is great here's my thing right so you're looking mario at Brothers. that and you're, you're having this nostalgic feeling right you're, yeah you're kinda, yeah right <gasps> 
35 years of Super Mario. And here, here's the here's the cool thing. I've been talking to my students about this. It's, it's really cool. So uh, Mar uh, Mario Brothers, ever since that very first Mario Brother, has had the same MO all the way through. The, the, the story quite, might change a little bit, I'm, but, you know, maybe you're not saving the princess or whatever. But the, but the, the puzzle works the same way. Mario is at the beginning of a level. He needs to go over obstacles to reach a goal at the end. And presto. And you do it over and over and over again. Sure, you might get mushrooms that make you bigger or make you fly or, you know, you might get a different costume here and there. But the 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 way it's, the game is played is the same across for the last 35 years. They figured out a method and a model that works and they have a formula for success, a formula for success. And they work the formula. They work the process every single time. Now, they've come up with a bunch of different other things along the way. Right. So, for for example, uh, in uh, I think Mario was, Kart, well, Super Mario Kart, right. That was that one. Smash Brothers. Cool. Super Smash Bros. No, I was thinking of uh, of Mario Maker. So, oh yeah, Mario Maker is a game what where about the Lost World. Sorry. The Lost World is cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of extra stuff. But Mario Maker, what's cool about Mario Maker is is the kids are creating the levels, right? right? So all of a sudden, so here's here's how that works. A kid will go in and will create a masterpiece level that they love, whatever. They can put as many villains as they want. They can put you know characters and secret portals and all kinds of stuff. They make their level. If they want other people to play that level, all they got to do is pass the level, right? They create it. It's this uh, this this uh, non-cheat mode, and they pass the level, and then the level gets uploaded to the server, and other people can play the level. So essentially what, what uh, Nintendo did there was they said, look, um, we make some cool levels, but let's make our job a little bit easier, and let's let the public do our work for us. So let Crowdsourcing. <laughs> crowdsourcing and you know what rather than just having them create it let's have them pay for the game and then let them create it and then we'll take some of these levels and we'll kind of modify them our way and and, and make uh, more games so dude the model is still the same it's so easy even a caveman can do it right or even a yeah. kid can do it but 35 <laughs> years of of super mario coming is coming and and it just to me it was one of those situations where like if it ain't broke don't fix it it ain't going nowhere mario is going to continue to put out more uh what are those those sewer pipes he's going to get more fire flowers he's going to get more stars he's going to get more mushrooms and he's going to have a good time with uh with uh with Toad princess Koopa, toadstool is going to continue to get kidnapped princess. Yeah, it'll it'll happen all the time. But it doesn't matter. Nintendo's rocking it in this space because let's face it, dude, it works. Ain't nothing broken about that. Man, those are my two those are my two uh big big things that I thought were super awesome. And uh I want to play some uh some some games with you, Ham. So let's play some pod decks. So ladies and gents, if you're interested in getting pod decks, if you're a podcast host, pod decks is a deck of cards that uh, we're going to do the what the heck, for example, where you can become a really good podcast host and have some fun with your guests using these types of cards to conduct interviews. So uh, here we go. Here's the uh, and, and by the way, if our three listeners are our three listeners are listening, you guys can feel free to add your responses in and we'll see what they have. So here you go. Do you have a signature move or quirk that people notice or comment on? Um, one is going to be the laugh. Oh, a hundred, hundred percent, dude. You get called on the laugh all the time. Yep. 
all the time. Um, two and then when, would probably be my terrible dancing. You do, you do have like two left feet. You have like four left feet, dude. It's, yeah, it's pretty no, bad. It's, it's absolutely horrendous. And I was totally, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember what song was playing, uh, but we were in the living room and I was just like going to town and just having fun. And Vanessa's <laughs> just like, oh my God, you are the worst dancer in the world. I'm like, I know, but I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, not how it works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> nah, it's horrible. It's horrible. It it is. It's bad. So so for me, and you can notice it. I notice it for myself sometimes. Is I shake, right? So I have to I have to move my legs. So normally, what what I'll do, what I'll try to do to control it, is I'll have something in my hands, whether it's a pen that I, that I that I'll twirl, or it's like this deck of cards, and I'll just be shuffling it right here. Because then, otherwise, I shake my legs, and you see you you'll you'll see me shake in the camera all the time. And I have to stop myself. I catch myself. So for me, that's one of my signature quirks. I can be at a movie theater. Oh, by the <laughs> way, speaking of movie theater, Rosa showed me yesterday that, uh, there are AMC theaters opening up this week nice. here in San Diego. So for those Wanna of go you, watch Tenet? Right? <laughs> Tenet? Like the only movie that's out right now. <laughs> right? Well, Mulan is also streaming on Disney plus. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. That. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, there you go. So, uh, but yeah, the movie theater. All right, here, here we go. Next question, right? Uh, Next. Here, oh, no, because I know that's a no. All right, how about this one? Here we go. Do you have a favorite T-shirt? If so, what is on it and what does it say? I, I, I have a favorite T-shirt. I mean, you wear obviously it I wear my stuff every day. But if I'm not wearing yeah. that, I wear Star Wars shirts. Or I have uh, one of my favorite shirts that has a saying on it. It says, uh, do me a favor and stop talking. And I would wear that to my classroom all the time back when <laughs> I was teaching uh, live class live classes. Because, uh, you know, that's what you want to tell uh, high school seniors all the time. Hey, you know what? Read the shirt. Do me a favor and uh, Just stop talking. Of, you? Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm pretty much wearing this like on the daily. Uh, even being at home, like there's been so many people that, that I've talked to that they're like, shoot, I don't even wear pants half the time. I'm like, no, nah, I get up, I get dressed like <laughs> jeans, polo. Like if I was going to the office, like it's part of my, part of my ritual, part of my routine. Um, and honestly, like even after the workday and I was doing this before COVID too, I would go to the karaoke bar in my pipeline polo. Like I don't need to like get all dressed up or whatever and change this is you yeah, it's fine this is me this is you um hey, wait, as far speaking as my of karaoke go, speaking of karaoke if you, if could, you could sing, sing a duet, a duet with, with anyone, anyone who would it be oh Ooh, that's a toughie first of all i know i can't sing but if you want to hear me sing garth a little brooks. bit garth brooks ooh. Mine would have to be, and it's not singing. I, I would have to, I'd have to do something with Eminem, dude, because that guy is on point for me. Yep, yep. But, uh, but if you want to hear me sing, I started doing this thing on TikTok. Uh, it's called, uh, it's called Guess That Song or What Song Is It? Business Bro Style. So it's just acapella me either singing or rapping a section of a song, and you get to guess what song that is. But it's only exclusively on my TikTok. <laughs> you're like i, want, I am not putting that in i'm not throwing the that in general public right? where where everybody else actually follows me yeah exactly because yeah, I, I don't even have a tiktok still no mm -mm. 
All right. Not my thing. If you could if you could bring a famous person back from the dead, who would you pick? Uh since it's his birthday today, Freddie Mercury. Oh dang. All right. That was a good one. Man, if I could bring a famous person. You know what? I honestly, dude, I'm down with some with some MJ. Some Michael Jackson, dude. Oh. That guy, that guy yeah. always had something cool, other than, you know, the pedophile whole thing. But yeah, I'm like MJ like in the eighties and nineties though. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Before you couldn't tell if he was black or white. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the uh, here's another one. Ready, ready. Here's another one. All right, what, what is, is the, the weirdest thing you've seen in someone Ooh. else's home? <laughs> uh, a stuffed um, taxidermied possum. <laughs> taxidermied possum. That's the weirdest thing you've seen in someone's home. I mean, define weird. Oh, dude! For me, uh, for me, it was uh, sex toys left out. That was the weirdest I mean, thing. Uh, walk walking... into a living room and there's a sex swing. I was like, "Oh, all right." Yeah, that that's that's definitely weird. But like, we're no, but it's like you're you're being walked around the house by the the homeowner. So like, you know, I was it was a listening oh, party. Like, walking a, around oh, the house, snap. but they weren't like embarrassed or anything. They were just like, whatever. I was more like, I know what that is. What what is what what? No, nope. you know, like an awkward <laughs> little thing. But like, I don't see come, it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Come back here to this room. <laughs> come back here to this room. Let me, no, I wasn't let me inviting at all. It wasn't like that at all. It wasn't like that. But. <sighs> but that was the weirdest thing for me to maybe because it made me feel weird you know what mm-hmm. i mean but yep. for sure all right is cereal soup why or why not and this is a good question because i know you have had your fair share of cereal literally every night <laughs> it's like right part now of, part of i'm your running diet. low on reese's puffs uh, I've got a pretty full bag of Cap'n Crunch and a pretty full bag of Fruity Pebbles, not to mention the two breakfast cereals that I have that are the Cheerios um, Honey, no, 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 uh, Crunchy Oat something or another, Cinnamon Crunch Oat, and Raisin Nut Bran. But anyway, no, they're not soup. Soup is hot. Soup is hot? All right, all right, I'll give you that. But it is soup-ish. It is soup-y. All right, uh, let's, let's see. Have let's you ever had a soup sandwich? You know what? <laughs> does, does the clam chowder in the bread bowl count? Ooh, I like that. It oh, is food it surrounded is in by bread. bread. It is in bread. Oh, God. It is okay, soup. Okay, okay, okay. So I went on this hike once, and on this hike, we were having this discussion around what constitutes a sandwich, right? Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's where it stems from. You're asking me or is a hot dog Um, a sandwich? I think a hot dog is its own thing. It's its own thing. Yeah. Like, like is a burger, a sandwich. Um, how do you define a sandwich? Because a burger, if you put beef in it, you're calling it a burger. But if you put chicken, it's a chicken sandwich. (laughs) So the idea here is course. Of course, that question comes up, right? It does. <laughs> For the listening audience, we're talking about <laughs> it, and I pull the pod deck card that literally says, is a hot dog a sandwich and why? <laughs> so so this whole conversation is around, you know, what constitutes a sandwich? Is it just food with bread 
around it. In that case, exactly what you said, the the clam chowder in a bread bowl, that's actually a sandwich. Right. Same thing with a hot dog, same thing with a hamburger. And then right. some would say, well, a sandwich isn't hot, but some people warm up their sandwiches. You have a roast beef sandwich. Roast beef sandwiches are hot. A Philly yeah. cheesesteak, that's a warm sandwich. Right? You have hot sandwiches, you got cold sandwiches. See, and, and then it got it got crazy. It was like, what if you take a piece of bread on one side of the world and then you take another piece of bread and you put it on the other side of the world? Is the world a sandwich? <laughs> well, can you can you have like a ham sandwich? Like literally ham with two people on either side? I mean, you call those sandwiches, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean Let's be honest, the bar the bar that I go to, number one, Fifth Avenue in Hillcrest, there have been times when I've been invited to make a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I right, haven't taken one. anybody up on it yet, but you never right, know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Last question. Last question. What makes you feel old, Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, want to feel old? I'm 40. Damn. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Macaulay Culkin. Ouch. Or they, it's like the kid from the Christmas story, right? Oh, yeah. Same yep. type of thing. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, you are a dad, and Mila B is 12 now? No, she'll she's be 12 in, in February. She'll be 12 in February. She's 11 now. I mean, like, just seeing her, like, she's getting so long like she's tall and like seeing her playing soccer she's she's like a big kid and like that makes me feel old you know what i was telling her the other day and and our our uh our one of our three fans jeff will appreciate this uh we were watching harry potter and i told her i said look mila if you were 12 you'd be going to hogwarts You'd it's be on, on the platform, right? Nine and three quarters. Yeah. That's it. You're yeah. on your way, dude. That's it. That's how you vote. That's it. I thought, uh, it, was, I thought it was, was it 12? I thought it was 10 for some reason. I thought it was 12. Oh, no, you yeah. might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, 12 sounds right. 12 sounds 12. right. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, oh, no, it's 100% right. You'd be, you, she would be getting her letter to Hogwarts. Her owl. Her owl. The owl drop off the letter. All right, ladies and gents, speaking of the letter, we are about in uh, hitting our end of our time. If you guys are going away for the Labor Day weekend, drive safe, be safe. Uh, are we going to be here on Monday? We, you know what? Let me check the calendar real quick because I'm pretty sure we have something scheduled on Monday. Monday. No, we don't have a podcast on Monday. We have All the right. Experience podcast, but I don't think, nope, nope. We are off on Monday, so we will see you guys on Tuesday. We actually get a day semi-off. Holy moly. Ladies and gents, thank you as always for being part of the program. This was a little impromptu type show, but we had fun anyways. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Wait. Um, where do they go if they want to buy the pod decks? Oh, if you want to buy the pod decks. Yeah. yeah, I will. We're I will sit here chat. talking about I, it the whole time. I will time. put the link in the, in, the, uh, in the chat. In the comments and in the whatever show notes if yes. anybody ever it'll be dropped in there for shit there you go all right all right that's all we got peace bye-bye and we're out thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income 
Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.